It is Monday, May 4th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Uh, hope everybody had a good weekend. Hope you got a chance to tune into some of the racing from the weekend. There was a lot of stuff on Dirt on Dirt, Speed 51, Speed Shift, a lot of racing um, across the streaming platforms. Uh, and I'm you, you'll probably see more of this going forward. I know a lot of people have been talking about a lot of these pay-per-view only shows and people, um, I know people are upset, it seems like, you know, that they're not able to attend some of these races, which uh, on some level I understand, on some level I don't understand. Um, obviously, we're kind of living in a little bit of a different world right now and we kind of just need to be open-minded and understand that, you know, these tracks and these series are working as hard as they can to get racing back going again and things are just going to be different for a little while so um let's let's give everybody a little bit of slack and and uh you know just kind of enjoy things uh, as they come here but uh we'll get to the weekend results shortly first we've got a few news items to check off of um first lucas oil announced on friday the late model series will return to action on tuesday may 12th at lucas oil speedway the series will one real excuse me will run back-to-back -back nights on the 12th and 13th then head south uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday, May 19th and the 20th, they will be at Golden Isles Speedway for a pair of 7,000 to win shows. And then May 26th through the 27th, again, Tuesday and Wednesday at East Bay Raceway Park for two more 7,000 to win shows. All races are for series points and a five-person limit per team will be in effect. For more information, you can visit lucasdirt.com. Uh, they're also going to run a practice session on Lucas Oil, uh, at Lucas Oil Speedway on May 11th that is closed to the public. Um, also on Friday, USAC announced the return of the National Midget Championship on Friday and Saturday, May 22nd through the 23rd at Port City Raceway in Oklahoma. It will be the series' first ever visit to the 1-8th mile track. Both nights will feature full programs with series points on the line. Only 400 spectators per night will be allowed at the track. The announcement also included the postponement of the Tony Holman Classic Sprint Car event at Terre Haute, the Sumar Classic Silver Crown Race at Terre Haute, and the Dave Steele Carbonite Classic at Lucas Oil Raceway. Uh, for more information on those events, you can visit usacracing.com. I would also imagine that Port City Race will be live on Flow Racing if you cannot attend that event. Um, over the weekend, also a couple of sprint car shows were announced. Sealands Grove Speedway in Pennsylvania announced they will run a 410 sprint car show on Saturday, May 9th. That is this Saturday. The event is closed to spectators, but action can be watched at uh, thecushion.com. The event will be 4,000 to win and follow Pennsylvania Speed Week format. Teams must be pre-entered. No race day pit admission sales are allowed. Pit gates open at 5 with time trials at 7. Uh, and finally, West Texas Raceway in Lubbock will host 360 Sprint Cars May 12th through the 13th. Night 1 will be 4,000 to win with night 2, 6,000 to win. The programs will follow the all-star format uh, and IMCA modifieds are also on the ticket. No spectators will be allowed, but racing can be seen live on Speed Shift. Among the drivers confirmed to race right now are Aaron Reitzel, Gio and Dominic Selzy, Terry Austin and Carson McCarl, Brock Zierfoss, Joey Saldana, and a bunch more guys. Um, that May 12th and 13th is next Tuesday and Wednesday night if you would like to check that out on Speed Shift. Um, a lot of uh, racing over the weekend. Uh, a bunch of late model shows, um, you know, some stuff on Dirt on Dirt, some stuff on Speed 51. So um, we'll get to that all right now. Lancaster Speedway in South Carolina held a 5,000 to win Carolina Clash Super Late Model Show on Friday night. There were no fans in attendance, but folks could watch live on Dirt on Dirt. Uh, Brandon Overton and Ross Bales started on the front row. It did take three attempts to get a lot complete because of early cautions. Um, and there were actually quite a few cautions over the course of the feature event. Uh, once they finally did get rolling, Bales jumped to the early lead, but Overton was able to track him 
him down fairly quickly and take control of the event. From there, Overton was able to hold off the field on multiple restarts and drive away to a commanding six-second win. Ross Bales was second, Jonathan Davenport third, Michael Brown fourth, and Jeff Smith finished fifth. Overton won the 5000 top prize, plus an additional $1,300 bonus crowdfunded by fans leading up to the night. Uh, Dirt on Dirt kind of led the charge there. Um, we got fans involved uh, to, to kind of push that purse up a little bit more, kind of like what happened on Thursday night at Tri-County that we talked about last week. Moving over to Saturday, it was another 5,000 to win super late model show, this time at Boyd Speedway in Georgia. Austin Neely and Donald McIntosh started on the front row, and it was Neely leading the early laps. Seven laps into the 50-lapper, though, McIntosh ran Neely down and took the lead. McIntosh was never really challenged after that. He led the rest of the night en route to the $5,000 win. It was another good run for McIntosh. He finished second the other night at Tri-County Raceway, uh, so a good weekend for him. Austin Smith was second, Michael Page third, Riley Hickman fourth, and John Owenby finished fifth. Uh, also on Saturday night, Cherokee Speedway in South Carolina ran a 60-lap, 10,000-win late-model Invitational. Uh, a lot of the guys that ran Friday at Lancaster then drove up to Cherokee for Saturday, so a lot of the same names, a lot of the same drivers in that field. Anthony Sanders and Casey Roberts started on the front row. Roberts dominated the majority of the feature, leading all but two laps. But on one to go with Roberts leading down into turns one and two, Brandon Overton made a big move to his inside. The two did make contact, um, and they kind of continued to door slam and scrap for space down the backstretch. Uh, Overton was able to come out on top into turn three, but Roberts uh, got into the inside berm, which damaged his nose and sent him spinning up the track. That let Overton drive away to the win. Chris Madden finished second. Kyle Strickler was third. Derek Ramey fourth and Anthony Sanders was fifth. Uh, the spin relegated Roberts to a 14th place finish. Following the race, Roberts did not comment on the event, but he also did not confront Overton. Uh, it was Overton's second win in as many nights. He also finished fifth on Thursday at Tri-County. Uh, go check out some of those highlights. A lot of that stuff is available on Dirt on Dirt. Um, if you would like to watch the highlights, if you are a uh, Dirt on Dirt subscriber, you can check a lot of that uh, out over there. Other late model winners from the weekend include James Jossie at Mississippi Thunder Speedway, um, which we talked about last week, and Bo Slay at Southern Raceway down in Florida. Um, they ran a, a program as well this weekend. Modified winners from the weekend include R.C. Whitwell at Southern Oklahoma Speedway and Chase Allen at RPM Speedway in Texas. Uh, so quite a few events happening over the weekend. Um, and I, I think kind of what you're going to see now is, is – you know, there, you know, there's going to be more events announced. There's going to be more schedule changes. And I think at this point you could probably throw out a lot of the series schedules and a lot of the track schedules. Um, this is kind of going to be a week to week thing and, and where, you know, where tracks can race is going to depend a lot on, on state and local governments and restrictions and things like that. And you know what they're allowed to do and not do. So um, just be prepared for a lot of kind of fluidity in these schedules. You know, you've seen that already, you know, in, in, in one breath, a series is announcing races coming back. And then in another breath or, you know, announcing more postponements, more cancel. So um, this is going to be kind of be very day to day, very week to week as we move forward. Um, but, you know, I think Park Jefferson kind of getting that first race in um, has, you know, shown a lot of racetracks, a lot of promoters, a lot of series that they can, you know, probably start doing this. Um, and, and you kind of saw that this week with all of a sudden a ton of races uh, and a ton of tracks were in action. And, and you'll see more of that going forward. And, and, you know, just the few announcements in the show today, um, there's just a lot more coming and, and a lot more series and a lot more tracks are going to be more comfortable racing here now that we've seen a few folks get, uh, do it and get it done. So uh, jumping over to iRacing last night, there was drama last night in the Ward of Outlaws iRacing Invitational at Volusia Speedway Park. Kevin Swindell and Brent Marks started on the front row. Swindell drove out to the early lead but was quickly under fire from Christopher Bell. The two traded sliders for a few laps with Bell taking control on lap five. 
Uh, contact with cars challenging from behind would later lead to damage for Swindell and relegate him to an 18th place finish. He's been really good in a lot of these events, uh, but he actually had to, go to, uh, had to go to the pits at one point to get some uh, repairs done to finish that race. Closer to the front, though, the drama happened near the top five. While battling for position, Brent Marks and Logan Seavey got together in turn four, which then caused a big crash between Seavey and Carson Macedo down the front stretch. Carson got turned head on into the outside wall. Under the caution, CV then ran over Brent Marks uh, and was disqualified for the remainder of the event. Obviously not happy with the contact from before. Uh, but then series officials also decided that Logan CV is not eligible to per uh, participate in Tuesday night's iRacing Invitational on CBS Sports Network. Uh, the remainder of the feature was dominated by Christopher Bell, who went on to win his second World of Outlaws iRacing event. Mike McKinney was second, Troy Wagaman third, Tony Gualda fourth, and Brian Brown was fifth. Uh, there are a pair of iRacing events tonight with the Late Model Invitational on Dirt Vision at 7 p.m. Eastern from Volusia and the World Championship Sprint Cars from Kokomo Speedway at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can watch that event, uh, event free at iRacing.com live or twitch.com iRacing. Um, I will uh, recap both of those shows tomorrow. Uh, I've been a bit, I've been a big fan of the uh, the World Championship Sprint Cars, the uh, uh, World of Outlaws uh, Pro Series guys. The, the racing is is super fun. Alex Bergeron leading the points over there, but a lot of guys uh, have won races and, and challenging for that lead. So uh, I'll certainly be tuned into that one tonight. Um, hope everybody has a good Monday. Hope everybody has a good week. Obviously, we'll be back tomorrow with a new show. Um, and I mentioned last week when we have kind of a, an idea of who's going to be racing this weekend for the World of Outlaws, we will certainly uh, preview that um, as we go on. But uh, And then you know, I would imagine we'll see more announcements and things like that for other events going forward. So we will keep you abreast of all of that. Uh, you can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher or where you get podcasts, please subscribe, leave me a review, tell your friends. You can also watch the show on YouTube and Facebook every single day. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com. You can follow along with Dirt Tracker at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker, and the website itself, dirttracker.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler. That's F-I-E-D-L-E-R. And you can sign up for the Dirt Tracker weekly newsletter on the site right now. Uh, just a once a week email, a couple of cool bullet points, uh, nothing too serious there. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Hope you have a good Monday. We will see you tomorrow on Dirt Tracker Daily. <laughs> <laughs>